Hi everyone and welcome to the Simple Down Podcast. I'm your host Kaya, here to achieve nothing in particular, apparently, as we'll hear later in the episode, and just have fun with this. So let's get into it. I've been thinking recently that the first episode I've ever done on human design is probably such a wreck. So cringe, like I'm not even emotionally prepared to re-listen to it myself. If you've listened to it recently, please forgive me. Emotional damage, I know. I was just so new to this whole thing. And most importantly, I've known, like I've only known human design through my head, through plain information because I haven't even experimented, like properly experimented with it yet back then. And I was even contemplating that maybe I should just delete it because it can be representing some stuff incorrectly without even re-listening, of course. But I don't know. I, I also think that mistakes and learning and continuity in life are important and maybe it can even serve as a living example of how this system helps us build a deep and deeper and even deeper and deepest understanding of ourselves and also an example of how important it is to experience something in order to understand it. This is a quick reminder to go listen to the latest episode if you haven't yet because we talk about experience and understanding there. So anyway, up until very recently, I thought I was a broken projector. And these thoughts of mine may sound stupid, but as a jobless INFP, this is what I think about a lot because I crave meaning and currently there is zero of it in my life. So my desperation for something to do is real. So as a broken projector, like I said, and maybe you can relate, but for example, projectors are all about understanding and creating systems. Me, while I like to plan, systems feel suffocating, I guess thanks to my gates 3 and 30 and 15 and I don't know what else maybe, but also I feel like I'm too dumb for most of the systems I come across in my life. As a projector, I should be good with at least some of them, I guess, even the simple ones, like, I don't know, organizing my stuff at home. But my spontaneous big picture INFP side could not care any less about it. And I only care about what it feels like. I don't need to understand it to experience it. You know what I mean? Well, if you're an INFP, you might. Then projectors are natural leaders when recognized and are here to guide others, especially sacral beings, to a more efficient, easeful way, easeful way of living. Human design 101, right? This part is just... Uh, I've expressed my frustration and problems with self-expression before, so I'm not going to repeat myself here. But the point is, the pop human design makes it sound like it's something we're all gifted in. Please, I can record a minute of me free speaking and you donate your ears at the end of it. And I want to emphasize that this was the only type of guiding I understood until recently, let's say. One where others come straight to you and you either give advice or show or lead in some other direct way, aka directly expressed guidance. So to sum up, I thought I'm screwed. What kind of guiding can we even talk about here? Being told non-stop that this is something I can do, and also being so aware that it's not something I can do, or even care enough about doing, is a stupid experience. Like, this specific thing is my strength, right? But I don't have it. <laughs> Maybe I had it at some point, maybe I had it initially, but through many years of complex PTSD, I guess, and many different like difficult experiences, today I don't have it anymore. I just lost it somewhere. So now what? Am I useless? Should I just call it quits? 
And that is something I've been thinking about for the past like four months. Is my life just done and hopeless now since I cannot deliver what I supposedly should deliver? Am I destined for a lifetime of sulking and failure, being a burden to others and never getting anything I want? I've honestly been thinking that if I didn't know human design, I might actually be happier these days. A lot more frustrated and probably really, really sick, but at least not hopeless. I would still feel some hunger and desire for life. I would still be dreaming of manifesting something that my mind wants, you know. I'd be running with my not self, trying out all the things that I pick up from others and expecting something from those situations and diving into opportunities that are definitely not for me, but at least allow me to stay busy and pay the bills. Because now, as a projector, that who, you know, who kind of sucks at its projectory gifts. And also as a person in capitalism who doesn't believe that she has anything to offer to the system anymore, I just feel like my life is dead. I'm kind of still breathing and kind of alive, but I'm standing in this space of nothingness. Like no walls, doors, windows, not even a floor to dig through. So ignorance is bliss. And I'm genuinely happy that human design hasn't gone as mainstream as astrology yet. And even if it does, the majority of people are only familiar with the pop side of it. The pop side of human design, like the pop side of astrology, it doesn't really tell you anything worth knowing. People don't even know that they should be reading horoscopes for their rising sign, not the sun sign, for example. So if you're only familiar with the little Instagram posts or how your strategy and authority works in theory, maybe that's enough. If you want to dig deeper, you should be really sure that you can and want to handle what comes with it, that awareness. It's definitely not a day in the park. It's more like falling into quicksand in Mordor of your awareness. At least when it comes to these designs that are not really made for the current state of society. Because, I mean, knowing just how not made for a good capitalist life you are can be a real fun story. <laughs> not. And that's an important thing to understand. Despite of what the pop human design accounts claim, human design was never for entertainment or fun self-discovery it's not some sweet cushy system to caress your self-esteem with it's about commitment to being yourself especially in a place that might be made for everything you're not and that's hard and that's not fun that's not cushy not anything you would want to commit to if there's any way to avoid it Pop human design will tell you you are limitless. Even I have said so before. They'll say you're a goddess, you're divine or some shit. Real human design will tell you your powers and your limits. And it's up to you to figure out how those limits can be used for good. Not changing yourself, not neglecting those limits, pretending that they don't exist, but radically accepting them and seeing where that takes you. But you can listen to more of that narrative in the previous episodes. They're not about human design per se, but everything I've go I'm going through now is inspired by my experience experiments with human design. So yeah. Anyway, the bitterness and the limitations of life was real. And then I learned about this hidden part of human design that's described as more advanced or whatever. But to me and to people who share the same aspect with me, it should be one of the first things we learn about. The aspect is called motivation. Hmm. Now, there are six types or colors of motivation in human design, and I will not get into what it is 
too deeply because I'm not someone qualified to teach others about human design and also because today we're not here to nerd out on the nuances of human design, okay? We're here to be cautious of it. So if you dare to dig in, you can find it all through some simple Google research. But my message is to those with the innocence motivation. Guys, maybe the things we've desired have not worked out in the past. But it is very likely they will not work out in the future as well. (laughs) No, but seriously. The motivation is basically the drive one has for something. And people with this innocent motivation, we don't really have that drive. It's not that we should do nothing at all. But if we do things for motivation and desire for something, like let's say a better life, for example, whatever that looks like to you, then we're acting from our not self, simply put. It's a nuanced thing, like all of them are, of course, but how I understood it is that if you're motivated by anything outside of yourself, it's not something that's for you. While on the other hand, if you act simply based on the pure enjoyment of something, now that's more like innocence motivation. Innocence as in detached, not in the mud, in the hustle, but like bird passing by you know above it just here to observe other people's passions hopes fears and how all of that works out for them and never to identify with any of that with no desire to take part in that and desire is an important word for us it's one of the other remaining forms of motivations and it's the complete opposite of innocence therefore it's called our transparency motivation transparency motivation. When we're motivated by desire, we're operating as our anti-selves, not selves, basically. This kind of drive and motivation is neither healthy nor successful for us. Like when you get what what you've desired, let's say, but you don't feel any satisfaction or success in it, and I am sure you will know this feeling well if you have, in a sense, motivation, endless disappointment and living from the ego and nothing good so i don't want to get into the details of this too much since like i said you can easily look it up and also human design is effing dangerous but learning about this motivation piece both helped me and further devastated me i mean on top of everything having no real motivation for anything outside of myself as in things success status career whatever it's just wow okay My capitalist dream could not be further away and I know I could try to ignore it. I mean, this is just some information out there, right? I could just take it with a grain of salt, not take it so seriously. But the thing is, I'm so sure of it that I cannot deny it. I've already felt this to be right before, even before I knew any of this information. If you were to read some of my older posts on Instagram, which by the way, I've deleted like the app, so sorry, I cannot reply. But a lot of them talked about this kind of innocence in life, about not being motivated by the world and only following myself with no fixation on desires, achievements and nothing really. And this feels good right now so i'm gonna do it you know that kind of attitude and the lords of capitalism would literally put me to jail no they should put me to jail for being so awful at capitalizing i guess imagine being someone innately designed to go against everything the society appreciates (laughs) 
So yeah, anyway, during the past few months before deleting IG for good, I haven't followed everyone who I felt had a strong impact on me, even if I've followed them for years or even if I found their content meaningful because if they have influence over me, I will try to live like them, either consciously or unconsciously. Like I was a fan of this famous manifestation movement for a couple of years. I really thought they were it. And their founder became like some authority to me. You know, how she spoke, what she wore, the life she aimed for. It was new for me, exciting, gave me lots of hope and positivity. But when I was going through that difficult period recently, one day after some time in my personal space, like crying, shedding my ego like that and all, I just opened my Instagram and I didn't connect to any of that narrative anymore. It's like I've drained that facade focused desire driven energy out of myself through a couple of days of cooking solely in my own feelings and experiences and now that I've had quite some time away from their presence I look back and I don't even like the style like the attitudes the messages they don't really mean anything to me anymore it's not to say they're bad in any way I'm just saying that it feels like I was blinded by desire then desire to manifest, to live an admirable life, desire to make things happen for me and have things that others want even, and the desire to feel successful. You know, the projector signature is success and I was fueled by this pure desire to access success, which I've never known. (laughs) The difference is that with this innocence motivation, I should be impartial and just stay in the moment finding ways to enjoy the moment I'm in, while the approach I actually had was doing everything with a conscious and unconscious motive of achieving success. Innocence motivation, again, is special in a way that it does not have a motive. Whatever motive we feel is the not-self, meaning not our true self. Also, maybe the manifestation cult affected me back then because I really needed something like that, you know, to grasp on. I was not in a good place let's say. And it also has led me directly and indirectly to lots of people and ideas that have really helped me in my journey. So it's not all bad, even if I don't have the space for them in my life anymore. But still, the point is that now that I've come into my own energy and this sense and don't feel anything about those things anymore, it raises the question how much of us today is actually coming from us and not from who we hope to be. And hope is another type of motivation, by the way. Not from the version of selves that's driven by the not-self and transference. How much of our imperfect but right selves is actually present in ourselves today? And we won't really know until we know, I guess. That's the tricky part. Before, I had an agenda to change myself in order to fit into some role I was desiring. I was meditating to become better for this and that, exercising for this and that. My entire entire daily life was a list of this and that. All parts of the agenda and the desire. So because desire is the natural opposite of innocence, no wonder it didn't feel good long term. But it also didn't even go well. Whether you are a projector, a generator, or any of the other energy types, with this kind of motivation, innocence, You're facing a very big limitation, actually, in the eyes of our current society. Have you ever heard someone say to someone else, Oh, you don't have any desires, no goals, no agendas, no legit plans for achieving something for yourself? That's so awesome, dude. I'm so jealous. Like, that's definitely the best way to live. And I feel like 
I'm kind of qualified to speak about limitations because I have, you know, gate 30 in my personality moon in human design. And even though I'm not an emotionally defined being, with that gate, it's extremely important for me to accept life's limitations in order to support my emotional well-being. And Pluto has also been in gate 60, the gate of limitations, since I think last spring. So it might have activated the concept of limitation a lot in a lot of us. And with my gate 3 connecting to gate 60, it even makes up and activates the channel of mutation for me, which I feel churning its wheels inside all the time. And all of this might be why I'm going through so many, so many of these lessons, and maybe a lot of people are too, connected to emotional stability and the limitations of life, all of which are changing my relationship with being alive in itself. And I've been living in hell, let's say, <laughs> so dramatically, for a few years in the result of my lessons and design. And I do feel completely hopeless right now, even though my voice doesn't sound like it. But I don't know, it's hard to explain. But these hard-hitting truths, let's say truths, right? The, and these limitations, they are giving me a lot of peace that I kind of want to live anyway. You know, and I would not change any of the decisions I've ever made because they all led me to, you know, this moment, and I'm okay with that. It, it, this moment is my truth. This is all there is to me, at least to what feels like truth to me. But either way, I would not wish this state I'm in for anybody. And even so, I feel like more and more people are reaching this state, unfortunately, or fortunately, I wouldn't know. So I'm just sharing this not hoping for anything, not wishing anything with no agenda except to share my experience, my perspective, and my truth. Self-discovery comes with lots of shit demanding to be accepted, not changed. Thank you guys for being here as always and until next time. <laughs>